Support for this podcast comes from the Peabody Essex Museum, presenting Our Time on Earth. Rediscover life on Earth through immersive artworks that reveal our incredible, irreplaceable natural world. On view now. Learn more at pem.org. Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at wbur.org slash Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. How far would you go to help a friend in need? In today's story, we'll meet a woman who goes to great lengths to help her friend. And great heights, too. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Eagle's Return. Versions of this tale originally come from Venezuela a country on the northern coast of South America. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Diana Lee Inosanto and Myrna Velasco. Diana Lee Inosanto appears in the Disney Plus Star Wars series The Mandalorian and in the upcoming animated film The Tiger's Apprentice. She's also the author of the children's book The Curious Mind of Sebastian. Myrna Velasco has voiced characters in many cartoons, including Elena of Avalor and Star Wars Resistance on Disney+, DC Superhero Girls on Netflix, and Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo on HBO Max. So, circle around, everyone, for the Eagles' return. Once upon a time... In the shadow of a colossal mountain with a peak so high it was always covered with swirling clouds, there lay a village. The people of the village were farmers who worked hard growing beans, corn, and potatoes. And when it was time to reap what they sowed, they never failed to sing praises to the god of the harvest. Our beans are so bountiful this year. Our corn is so crisp. Our potatoes are so plump. We owe it all to you, Harvest God. Thank you. Thank you. But a fruitful crop wasn't the only gift the Harvest God bestowed on the villagers. The great deity made his home on top of the colossal mountain. And one day he swooped down to the village and appeared before the chief. Good chief, it is I, the Harvest God. I would like to offer you a gift. The chief was delighted and surprised. A gift? But, Harvest God, you've already given my people many gifts. Bountiful beans, crisp corn, plump potatoes. That is true. But in return for these abundant harvests, you and your people have never failed to express your appreciation and gratitude. Therefore, I would like to give you this. The harvest god gestured toward the sky, and what should come winging down from the sky but a golden eagle. The chief watched in wonder as the eagle suddenly froze and transformed into a glittering golden statue. This golden eagle? 
It's so lifelike, so beautiful. It is beautiful, but it is also magical. As long as you have the golden eagle, peace and good fortune will come to your village. No droughts, no famines, no war. So my people will live in harmony and prosperity? Indeed. All I ask is that you guard the eagle well. Protect it. For someday, I will ask for it to be returned. But until that day comes, it is your duty as chief to keep it safe. Can you do that? Of course, Harvest God. It would be my honor to protect the eagle. And when you wish for its return, just give a sign, and it shall be done. After that, from generation to generation, the villagers lived in peace and prosperity as the golden eagle was passed down from one noble chief to the next. The day eventually came when the eagle wound up in the safekeeping not of a chief, but a chiefess, a wise woman who, on her very first day in charge, made the villagers a promise. My good people, as your new chiefess, it is my duty to protect the Golden Eagle and keep it safe. And while I'm doing so, I promise I will lead this village with a fair hand and a kind heart. You can always count on me. The villagers came to adore the chiefess and her virtuous ways. So you can imagine how devastated they were when she became ill. So ill that even the most experienced doctors were helpless to heal her. The chiefess took to her bed and grew weaker by the day. Then one morning, long before sunrise, she awoke from a restless sleep and called out, Louisa! Louisa! Louisa was the chiefess's oldest and closest friend. From the moment the chiefess fell ill, not once had Louisa left her side. I'm here, chiefess. What is it? The chiefess clutched Louisa's fingers. Louisa, I have received a message in my sleep. A message? What kind of message? A message from the Harvest God. The Harvest God? Yes. He told me that... It's time. It's time for what, Chiefess? Time for us to return the Golden Eagle. He says that since I'm the Eagle's guardian, I must make the dangerous journey to his home on top of the mountain and leave the Eagle there. Louisa dabbed the Chiefess's brow with a handkerchief. Oh, Chiefess, you're burning up. Surely this message from the Harvest God was just a fever dream. This was no dream, Louisa. This was real. The harvest god told me he wants his eagle back. And what's more, he also told me that... Her voice trailed off. He told you what, chiefess? The harvest god also told you what? He also told me that if he doesn't get the eagle back, I will never get well again. The eagle must be returned if I am to survive. But chiefess, you are in no condition to climb up to the peak of the mountain. That's way up in the clouds, and you can hardly lift your head off the pillow. 
There's no way you can make such a dangerous journey. I know that, my friend. And that is why. The chiefess took a breath. She looked deep into Louisa's eyes. That is why you must make the dangerous journey for me. What do you think? Will Louisa return the eagle to the harvest god? What would you do if you were Louisa? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. I'm Rebecca Shear. Welcome back to Circle Round. Today our story is called The Eagles Return. Before the break, the chiefess of the village fell gravely ill. She told her best friend Louisa that she would only recover if the harvest god got his golden eagle back. So the chiefess asked Louisa to bring the statue up to the harvest god's home on the mountaintop. And when you reach the mountaintop, you will find a small plot of soil. A plot of soil? On a mountaintop? That's what the harvest god said. He said you must bury the eagle in the soil. Then call his name three times and he will answer. Louisa pictured the colossal mountain. Then she tried picturing herself reaching the top, but she couldn't do it. Oh, chiefess, do you really think I'm up for this? The mountain is so steep, its peak is in the clouds. Maybe we should find someone stronger to make the trip for you. Someone who... My friend, you are plenty strong. Stronger than you realize. I've known you for a long time, Louisa. And not once have I ever doubted you. So please, do not doubt yourself. The chiefess smiled a weak smile. Please, my friend, take the golden eagle to the mountaintop for me. Louisa was quiet for a moment. Then she leaned down and planted a kiss on her beloved friend's cheek. Of course, chiefess. I will return the golden eagle for you. I know it won't be easy, but this village needs you. I need you. And I need you. Now go. 
the sun was just beginning to rise as Louisa wrapped the golden eagle in a fuzzy blanket, slung it over her shoulder, and set off toward the mountain. The climb up was slow going at first, but as Louisa scrambled from jagged rock to jagged rock, she found courage and strength in her best friend's words. You are stronger than you realize. Do not doubt yourself. Higher and higher, Louisa climbed. She scaled craggy cliffs, she tiptoed along steep ledges, and then, as she twisted and turned up a narrow trail, what should she spy looming through the swirling clouds above but the peak of the mountain? When she reached the top, she raised her arms in triumph. <laughs> I did it! Just like the chief just said I could! <sighs> And look, there's a little plot of dark, rich soil, just like the chiefess said there'd be. Without wasting a minute, Louisa fell to her knees, grabbed a rock, and began digging in the soil. Then she unwrapped the golden eagle from the blanket and buried the precious statue in the dirt. And now, like the chiefess said, I must call the harvest god's name three times. So here goes. Harvest God. Harvest God. Harvest God. Louisa waited, but nothing happened. She clasped her hands together and bowed her head. Oh, great and mighty Harvest God. If you can hear me, I thank you for the harmony and prosperity you have brought to my village. Please receive this eagle which the chiefess asked me to return to you and please please spare the chiefess's life. She is much beloved by all her people, especially me. Louisa wiped away a tear. Then, all of a sudden, she felt a great heaviness settle over her, an exhaustion like she'd never known. Goodness. My sleepy. Oh, I guess it is late. The sun will soon set behind the mountain. I'd better not venture down the slope until it's light again. I don't want to lose my way or get hurt. And besides, I must be here when the harvest god gives his answer. So, perhaps I'll just lie down and Oh, close my eyes for a while. Louisa gathered the fuzzy blanket around her shoulders, curled up on the ground, then drifted into a deep sleep and began to dream. In her dream, she was plucking flowers off a bush. The flowers were bright scarlet, the color of flames. And as she picked the blossoms, she dropped them into a pot of boiling water. She let them simmer. Then she ladled the water into a cup and handed it to the chiefess, who began to drink and drink and... <gasps> Louisa jolted awake. The blanket fell to the ground. Ooh, what a strange dream. Oh, it's like I was making some sort of flower tea for the chiefess. Oh, but no matter. I'm glad I woke up. I need to wait for an answer from the harvest god. It was a little after daybreak, and the air was cold. As Louisa reached for the blanket, 
she spotted something out of the corner of her eye. Huh? What is that? Is that... a bush? Growing from the ground? In the exact spot where I buried the eagle last night? And what's this? It's got clusters of bright scarlet flowers, the color of flames, just like the ones in my dream. The ones that I was simmering and giving to the chiefess and... <gasps> Louisa's hand flew to her mouth. Could it be? Could I really use these flowers to make medicine for the chiefess? Well, there's only one way to find out. Louisa hurried to the bush and began plucking off its blossoms. I've been waiting for an answer from the Harvest God. Something tells me this could be it. Louisa dropped the flowers in her pocket, then started back down the mountain. It was a difficult descent, but this time she had zero doubts about making it all the way down. When she reached the village, she made a beeline for the chiefess's house and bolted to the kitchen. She boiled some water, then dropped in the bright red flowers. She waited for them to simmer, then she poured the tea into a cup and raced to the bedroom. Chiefess, I'm back. The chiefess was still in bed. Her face was paler than ever, and her eyes were cloudy and dim. Louisa, did you bring an answer from the harvest god? I believe I did. Here. Louisa held the cup to the chiefess's lips. Drink this. The chiefess took a sip, then another, and then, slowly... The color returned to her cheeks, and the brightness returned to her eyes as she gazed up at her oldest and dearest friend. Louisa, you've made me well again. But how did you do it? Well, let's just say I didn't do it alone. I may have had some help from a certain god. And a certain friend. I could never have done this without your faith and support. And I could never do anything without your faith and support. Having my health back is a gift. But having your friendship is the greatest gift of all. And so it was that the chiefess went back to work. The villagers were overjoyed to have her back, and they soon discovered that even without the Golden Eagle, peace and prosperity continued to come their way. Maybe it was the Harvest God, or maybe it was the Chiefess, who led her people with her fair hand, her kind heart, and her true and trusted friend by her side. Now it's your turn. Want to help grow your friendships? How about making a friendship flower garden? Find some paper and draw a picture of a big flower with petals, or cut one out using brightly colored construction paper. On each petal, ask a grown-up to help you write down one word that makes somebody a good friend. Your words might include loyal, generous, honest, fun, whatever traits you think a good friend should have. Once you've written your words, Decorate your flower using whatever you'd like, markers, crayons, glitter. Then either hang up your flower or use a popsicle stick to plant it. 
so you can remember all the ways we can help our friendships grow and blossom. This week's story, The Eagle's Return, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white coloring page for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in while you listen. Grown-ups, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Coloring Pages. And while you're at wbur.org slash circle round, you can find a link to our Circle Round picture books, adapted from some of your favorite episodes. Just click on Books. Special thanks to this week's actors, Helen Barrington, Theodore Chin, Rishikesh Hirway, Shelley Lee, Diana Lee Inosanto, and Myrna Velasco. Diana Lee Inosanto appears in the Disney Plus Star Wars series The Mandalorian and is the author of The Curious Mind of Sebastian, the true story of a mother curiously trying to understand the mysteries of autism through her four-year-old son. She's the writer and director of the feature film The Sensei and will appear in the upcoming animated movie The Tiger's Apprentice. Myrna Velasco has voiced characters in many television programs, including Elena of Avalor and Star Wars Resistance on Disney+, DC's Superhero Girls on Netflix, and Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo on HBO Max. You can also hear her in the animated film Batman and Superman, Battle of the Super Sons. Our featured instrument this week was the ocarina. To learn more about this ancient wind instrument with roots in South America, China, and Africa, and to see a photo of Eric Shimalonis playing one, visit our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Grown-ups, if you enjoy what you hear on Circle Round, please write us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. And please tell your friends about the show. It'll help us keep circling around with you for years to come. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. My name is Bibi, and I live in England. My favorite Circle Round podcast is The Magpie with Salt on Her Tail because I like the part when the magpie gets spilt, a giant castle. My name is Alistair, I live in Oregon, and my favorite story is The Great Acorn Robbery. I like the part when the hawk is watching the frog and the furry one. My name is Simone, I live in Portland, Oregon. My favorite episode is The Sorcerer's Author. My favorite part is when the other person finishes the other questions for the other person. My name is Emmanuel. I live in Portland, Oregon. My favorite episode is After Midnight. And my favorite part is when Sadie finds the puka. My name is Violet and I live in Birmingham, Alabama. And my favorite story is Coyote's Wild Ride. And I like the part when he gets his tail on fire on the sun. I'm Virginia, and I'm from Seattle, Washington. My favorite circle round story is the billy goat in the garden because my favorite part is when the billy goat gobbles up all their vegetables in their garden. 
My name is Rebecca, and I live in Orlando, Florida. My favorite Circle Round story is the Chattering Clams. I like it when Guy Raz plays the Busy Beaver. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round, or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.